Hey guys, I'm Todd Grimes, and your ears are going to bleed at the sweet sounds of Weeby Geeks. Welcome to Weeby Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another issue, another issue, another episode, God, I'm getting the shows mixed up yet again. Um, it is another episode of Weeby Geeks, it's, the streak is over this week, it's just the guys, Mike, Eric, or Mike, Derek, God, <laughs> Mike, Derek, and Brett. Jules could not. Jules could not join us, so hence the streak is broken. Uh, but we have guests with us. Uh, returning, we have Roland Mann and uh, an artist that he's working with on an upcoming project. Uh, Deanna Harold. How are you guys doing? Doing just fine. Good. Yeah, doing great. So we know a little bit about Roland. Deanna, why don't you fill us in a little bit about you? A little bit about me. Um, like, um, what type of a little bit about me? <laughs> Tell us your origin story. Origin story? I don't think I have one. <laughs> Tell us your, your name, date, date of birth, social security number, uh, <laughs> credit card information. <laughs> or, or, or we could go the old AOL chat room. ASL. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Wow, that's well, going back. Right, did I just age there? I was going to say, I think Sorry. I just showed age. I think we just lost all our millennial listeners. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? So, so, yeah. get her, so get her to tell you the story of how the two of us actually met. That's oh, a good start. Yes. Okay, that's a good one. Um, let, me, let me just give you, I guess, my age. Well, I'm Deanna, and I'm 21. Uh, um, how we met, me and Roland, it's kind of, it's a really long, funny story. <laughs> but this is a podcast, so you're all my captive audience, so that's cool. <laughs> She's learning. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, uh, back in, was it, I'm, I'm a junior in, I'm uh, not junior, actually, I'm going into my senior year of college at the moment. And um, like about two years ago, I didn't really know what I was going to do with my life. I mean, I loved, I loved drawing, loved art, but I also loved acting because I did a lot of um, school plays and just really fun stuff. And um, so I auditioned at um, Disney for like character performer kind of things because I liked being really out there and eccentric and I like to perform. And so I was going to these um, acting audition- auditions constantly. And one day I met this girl and um, uh, lo and behold, it's <laughs> it's Roland Mann's daughter. And um, we um, exchanged Facebook names. I want to see if she got in, got in through the audition and neither of us did. But it's cool. We had each other's Facebook. Like if we wanted to go again, I know someone at the auditions and um, eventually I get a message from her um, saying like, hey, um, my dad saw your artwork and was like interested in possibly working with you. What do you think? And I was like, "Okay." So that's kind (laughs) of how we met, like really roundabout, but really cool how that worked out. And we come to find out. So here's the weird thing. You know, I live up in the Winter Springs of Vito, Vito era, area, and that's about an hour from Disney, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah. it's not like there's something. It's just around the corner. And the weird thing, we, we come to find out she lives just down the road. Right? So <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not like she lives down, you know, down in Lakeland or something like that. She no. It's just kind of right around the corner. Like right near UCF. So it's like really close by. <laughs> Oh, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can see a collaboration uh, process uh, a lot easier when you guys being so close. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah, it, it does. We, we were able to kind of sit down, you know, face it. I know we've got Skype and phone and all that kind of stuff, but we've been able to sit down and, and uh, you know, have a conversation. And In fact, the first couple of times before we actually decided what to do, we, you know, we met, uh, hung out at Chick-fil-A, you know, grabbed yeah. us a chicken sandwich, and uh, I probably had the milkshake. She was, uh, you know, she didn't have the milkshake, but I had the milkshake. <laughs> and, you know, we talked about what do we want to do? What, you know, what kind of, what kind of stuff do you want to do and um of course you know if you you guys have had a chance to, to look through it you see she's you know you can tell uh, she's got some fantastic art yes. uh, you can certainly see the disney influence in it right <laughs> oh, definitely. definitely yeah yeah, yeah. so speaking um, of uh, what you guys are working on uh what is, what is it <laughs> so you can let the listeners know <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. i was getting there <laughs> sorry i'll let deanna uh i talk a whole bunch so deanna tell oh. them okay well i'll try um 
yeah, he's holding it up. But anyway, um, yeah. I will try, and you can fill in any blanks I leave. But um, so the comic book is called Tiny. It's a retelling of Hans Christian Andersen's th- classic Thumbelina, which is one of my favorite fairy tales. Um, anything you want to add, Roland? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's kind of our take on it. Uh, the 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 book does debut um uh, day one at MegaCon, and uh, I'm holding. I know that that the listeners won't be able to see, but I am holding a copy in my in my hot little hands. And so we're very excited that uh, folks will get to uh, uh, see it at MegaCon. Uh, kind of the way it came about, though, we, we were talking, and, and you know, she, uh, I, you know, I just said, you know, what kind of things do you want to draw? You know, I didn't want to, you know, ask her to draw a big battle mechs if she she wanted to, ball, you know, draw My Little Pony, and uh, you know, so it was just kind of. She's like, you know, I really like obviously Disney, and I really I like fairy tales, and so I said, all right, well, um, let me go see what I can dig up, and so you know, I set about doing some research on some fairy tales. Uh, found three of them that that I liked, and said, "All right, well, I kind of like these. These would be fun to tell." And just pitched them at her and said, "Here you go. Which of these do you like?" And she liked the Thumbelina idea, and so we tinkered with that a little bit. And she started doing sketches to design some of the characters. And uh, while she was doing that, I was writing the you know writing the plot out, trying to get it. To, we're, we're working on this, by the way, for those who are, are sticklers about it. We we are doing this uh, Marvel style. So I'm giving her a, a page by page breakdown. Uh, actually, it's usually two pages at a time, but I'm giving her the plot, the page by page plot, and then she's uh, drawing the art from that. And then I'm going back and doing the script uh, after I get the art. So okay, nice. I, I enjoy personally. I enjoy working with that, uh, working that way because um, you know I, I love the uh, most of the times. You know, most artists are always going to be a better visual interpreter than me. I mean, if I sit there and say panel one, page one, panel one, you know, we're looking over the the shoulder of such and such. You know, I feel competent enough to do that. But the problem is, if I just say, "Here's what's happening," you know, nine point nine out of ten artists are going to to make this happen much better than I could try to describe in a panel by panel breakdown. So I would much rather just say, "Here's what's happening." You bring it to life, and then let me kind of, you know, you you here's this here's the ingredients, right? You cook it up and make a cake out of it, and give it back to me, and then I'll add the icing on it with the with the the, the text. Hmm. Okay. So do you ever work this way before, uh, Diana? Or have you uh, d- done any comics or anything? Actually, well, no, nothing except like middle school, like back when I like tried to do comics. But you know, those are very like I'm gonna burn them later today kind of things. Like <laughs> we're not keeping those around. Um, but no, not really. I've just been doing like prints and just trying to improve my art. So it's very new to me, but very fun. I really enjoy doing it. Now, were you a comic book reader growing up before getting into um, this, or or what what would be your your other inspirations if not comics? Um, well, it's funny because I don't know if any of you are, um uh, know of this, but there's an Eastern style of comic books called like manga or manga. Um, yeah. I was very much into those, and uh, <clears throat> I I'm, I never really had like a way to get comic books, but like I, there was it was somehow easier to access manga or manga because I had a bunch of friends who were very into it, so they introduced me to it and essentially the same as a comic book except um you read it like the opposite way which is always really funny to me just reading it opposite way than a normal comic book that we would read um so those those definitely helped um kind of shake that was that mostly online um some was online um i actually got more hard copy stuff because friends are like here borrow this and i was like oh cool cool, okay (laughs) so mostly it was actually hard copy stuff i could um see draw sketches of um i'd get some like i would take pages i thought were really cool and just like panel by panel like sketch certain um scenes which i always thought was really fun and educational for me growing up Okay. It can uh, definitely uh, tell some uh, manga influences with your, <laughs> with uh, especially around the eyes and things like that. Definitely yeah. kind of a manga yeah, style. Definitely see it. Big eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you should see your sketchbook. It's it's full of uh, it's a fa- it's really it's a fantastic sketchbook. It's 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 incredibly um, yeah. It's one of those things that you you just got to look through. So I, I, I hope you do bring that to MegaCon. But um, oh, it's just it's just heavily. I mean, just so much uh, stuff you can tell. Oh, look, this is. And of course, I'm you know I know the Disney characters, but I don't know them all by name. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this Disney character, right? There's a lot of that kind of stuff in there. And, and of course, you know her own her own you know characters as well, but you can look at them and you can tell that there's there's a lot. Of, and, you know, even Tiny, you look at Tiny and, you know, she looks like she could be, you know, a character from a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Okay. That's right. Who are some of your big influences? 
Um, like art-wise, um, oh, I'm trying to think of some. It's hard because I like. I'm sure I have a list of them, but like, like you know, when you're trying to think of it right off the top of the of your head, you can't think of it. Um, I cannot think of any at the moment. And you're a, a blurb. Of, uh, you've got Arthur Rackham, John Bauer, and yes. Malin Felch. Yes. Um, Arthur Rackham, because of his fairy tale, he did a lot of like fairy tale illustrations. Like if you were to Google him, you'd see these fantastic kind of sepia sepia toned um, drawings. I always thought those were just fantastic. I've yet to like try to like imitate that kind of thing, but I always, I was just always um, so um, inspired by their artwork. Um, and same with John, uh, whatever his last name was, I just, oh, I brain. John Bauer? Um, yes, John Bauer. Um, very fantastical illustrations. I really liked how they also handle that too. And then, um, is it Filch? Um, my. Malin Felch? Yeah, she, um, yeah, she has a graphic novel online, which is, she does these, these marvelous, um, con, like, think of like just amazing concept art from like movies. Like, I love getting like art of books for, especially like, from Disney like because you get to see that all that beautiful concept art she does like um, her comic book has like that type of um, quality <laughs> through the entire thing and it's very beautiful to look at which I try to I tried to implement in um, Tiny uh, the comic book I did because I just thought it's just such a lovely way to add um, ambiance to your um, to your scenes and your characters okay. now y'all are getting ready to, to start a Kickstarter Kickstarter or has it already launched mm. um, we're getting ready we're getting ready to launch it mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so so when, when will this air i know that i'm asking a goofy tomorrow. question as you're tomorrow it launches tomorrow tomorrow will be the first day so it launches today <laughs> there we go <laughs> the yeah, our, of time travel that's right our kickstarter launches today so um we have some uh goals between the two of us we have some goals that we want to accomplish uh for the weekend of of megacon i'm not going to talk, talk about what those are but we do have uh kind of some you know we're we're our thoughts are kind of at the end of megacon at the, the first four days of our kickstarter if we can accomplish this goal then we'll be really happy so um so yeah hopefully uh all your listeners that uh, that hear it will go check us out I, I really do think that um you know if they just go look at the kickstarter they're going to be sold just based on diana's artwork alone mm-hmm. yeah the cover uh, really stands out on especially when you look at the we got the preview copy and got to see it and it's really uh distinctive mm-hmm. and stands out yeah yeah, and we'll have some um, we'll have some limited prints there of the of the cover. Um, so for those who are you know really into the art, again, how could you not be into you know this? Um, so we're gonna have some limited prints there that we'll have available to uh, to, to folks. Um, now I'm regretting not going. <laughs> You know, um, it's never too late. It's, so do it's you, not, do you, it won't be too late until Sunday night, right? There you go. Yeah. You, could, yeah. you could sneak in for like five minutes, just stop in and say hi. Right. Show up in all black, show my union ID card. <laughs> I'm working the show. Yeah. <laughs> show up right after work. So. Yep. So, Diana, with your artwork, uh, do you do it uh, mostly electronically, or do you do it with like uh, the regular pen and paper and that type of media? I think actually I do uh, a bit of both, especially with um, traditional. Like, I'll send Mr. Um, Roland Mand um, drafts of the of uh, the pages, and I'll do a traditional with pe- pencil and paper because that's just my favorite thing is to start out with pencil and paper, and then I um, scan it and um, I take it to the computer from there on out. So you know, the, the, here's the interesting. That's a that's a cool question that you asked. I'm I'm glad you actually asked that. You know, because Deanna and I have t- talked about this a little bit. You know, she's certainly um, of the generation that's kind of like, why do we even have these, the pencil and the paper? And and we talked about it a little bit. And she's like, you know, it's actually faster for me to just do it on the computer. And I'm like, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But you know, the old the old school guy in me says, you know, but where's the original art? You're not going to have original art to take to the show. And how can somebody say, oh, I would love to buy you know page 16 and you're, you're like i'm sorry you can't have my computer <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things that i just have a, a, a you know it's difficult for me to wrap my brain around but you know you'll see uh in the kickstarter video you actually see a little snippet of her uh working on her computer it's just fascinating to, to, to see her um to see her do that you know and it just it's so natural it's just you know 
to me, to watch that, it's like watching you know the guys that I grew up with, you know, just using the pencil and paper and the ink and that kind of stuff. It's just so natural to her. Mm-hmm. You know, cool thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch something else about Diana. Cool thing that she does sometimes, and 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 Diana, you'll have to give the address and everything because I don't remember it. But she actually uh, kind of live streams uh, her sketching, mm-hmm. so you can actually you know oh, yeah cool. you can actually go online and you can watch her in the process you know creating the art and and all that kind. Of and that's really really cool. And she she has um, um, she has the ability to um, like if you're watching her, you can like type her a message while she's and she can like you can you can actually tell when she's doing it, right? You can see her drawing, and then suddenly it stops, <laughs> and then you see the message pop up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is this on Periscope or what are you doing in Indiana? This is actually um, Picarto. I use like um, I think it's like OBS, like on on. Something broadcasting system. I can't remember what the acronym okay. stands for. And then I just stream it on uh, Picarto. Okay, cool. I know a lot of uh, artists um, now do uh, the um, Facebook do that Live kind of thing, or, or, mm-hmm. yeah. or even Periscope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Periscope a lot. Yeah, or Twitch. Yes, I heard. Tw- I hear Twitch a lot. Yes, I hear no, Twitch s- mostly in uh, gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, <laughs> when you're live streaming your drawing, do you ever worry about making a big mistake or? <laughs> Sometimes I just make a mistake on purpose. Um, and like I draw a mustache on the character. I'm like, there you go. Like, I like, Does it see if p- people are actually paying attention, right? Yeah. I'll draw like black lipstick on a character. And they're like, what? I'm like, oh, I, I meant to do that. <laughs> Not really. But see, again, here's one of the cool things about that is like if if you watch her, you can see, of course, I don't know all everything she does, but you can see her draw. And then you can see it's like delete, delete, delete. And it's like, okay, now if that were on pencil and paper or even an ink right. and on paper, yeah, there's no. You couldn't fix it that easy, you know. You'd have to erase it, or you'd yeah. have to get out the the white out. First, you'd have to let the ink dry, right? And then you'd have to get out the white out and, and and blob that on there. So it's actually really cool to watch. It's, it's but it's just one of those things. It's, it's kind of it's you know it's, I'm kind of like, well, where's the art? How where can I put my hands on this, right? <laughs> yeah. So do you uh, plan on getting into comics, or is that something you were looking into before you met, met up with Roland, or just kind of went that way with your art? Uh, I kind of was just, I, I think I had down the road wanted to do some type of at least a web, web comic of sorts because I always enjoyed uh, trying to visually tell a story because I just, I really like that idea because um, I also grew up with a lot of animated, you know, movies and TV shows. And I just, I just always wanted to, and I was never patient with animation, so there was no way I was going to animation because <laughs> you got to be so patient and I'm not that patient. So I was like, well, um, web comic or comics are kind of like the, the next best thing. So I, and I like that idea a lot is um, illustrating a story. So I was like thinking about doing it, but I had never gotten to it. I, I was kind of also just I didn't really know what exactly I wanted to do. So I was just kind of open to whatever um, came my way that um, would be interesting to me. Yeah. Now, what what's the plans with Tiny? Are are y'all looking to turn it into more issues than the one issue, or? Currently, it's slated to be two. The, the 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 short version of th- is this: um, when we first started off, uh, uh, the idea was that we were just going to produce a graphic novel. We were just going to go, you know, do a one shot graphic novel. Let's get it done and get it out. Um, as MegaCon, as the as the idea kind of of a Mega MegaCon came up, we're like, you know what? We can actually there's a kind of a natural breaking point in about halfway in the story. We can break this up, get one issue out, see if we can't get it out at MegaCon, and then maybe even run a kick. This is this goes back, and then maybe even run a Kickstarter and see if we can get some interest to get the second issue. Um, you know, obviously once we get the second issue finished, we can still release it as a graphic novel in order to put it on you know on some get it into the stores comic book shops maybe even uh, hit diamond with it see if diamond would carry a you know a graphic novel um beyond these two issues it's not something that we've really talked about i mean i guess if it does you know great garbanzo beans and uh i'm sure it's something that that she and i would be more than happy to talk about (laughs) um but you know it's one of for me it was one of those things it's it's like okay she's obviously got talent um you know this is where and here's here's where the problem you know for me comes out is i can't get the editor out of me right uh, part of the, part of what I enjoyed as an editor was was always finding new talent. 
Um, I liked to look at the submissions, most of them. I mean, a lot of the stuff you got through was just crap. But I like to see the submissions that come in. I like to be able to, you know, uh, find an artist and work with them and, and kind of, you know, help them sort of develop in their own into their own into their storytelling. And so part of me was just like the desire to work with Diana because like, okay, it's really clear to me that if comic books is something that she wants to do, she's got a pretty good future ahead of her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's just going to she, – like anybody else, I would tell anybody else, you just, you're just going to have to put in the time and get the pages behind you. And more pages you do, the better you're going to get. But, uh, you know, you guys have seen it. And she's just – if you look at it, she's just got this natural storytelling ability uh, on the page. Um, so, you know, I've, I've already picked something that you know we won't talk about it i've already pitched an idea of something for us to follow up uh, tiny with um it's not a tiny story but i've already said you know look if you want to keep doing this beyond how about this story and um we haven't you know we haven't signed any contracts in blood or anything but uh, i'm happy to say i'm happy to say she's uh extremely interested in that so which you know for me as a writer that means that that she's uh she's having fun which is what i wanted i you know i'm i've always been the kind of guy that says comics need to be fun um that's that's why we read it's why i read them you know as a kid um and i think that if she and i are having if the creative team are having fun that often shows in the book so in other words you're saying oh, you definitely. might found your new yeah. artist for cat and mouse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what it's funny though it, it's funny that you mentioned that um i have found a new artist for cat and mouse it is not diana um yeah. we have talked we have talked about something different but i i have indeed found a new artist for cat and mouse but but uh i haven't announced it yet we're still we're we're still kind of uh, hammering out some things, but this is this is. I don't know why I know where you would ask that because this is only like two weeks old. Uh, <laughs> literally, remember, this. I just remember a Facebook conversation where Cat and Mouse popped up like last week. Oh, here recently. It was last week. Really? Yeah, okay. That's why I sent you the private. That's why I sent you the private message. Because you. Had- <laughs> Because I, I mentioned something about it, and you told me to send you a private message. Is that the thunderclap? Hey! I've just been shown that the, our thunderclap is 100% uh, supported now. Oh, so sweet. Yay! Yeah. Sweet. So I'm, I'm very – you know what? Thunderclap is one of those things. I just – I was looking for ways to, like, you know, how do you promote your, your Kickstarters? I'm like, you know – I know some really cool podcast dudes, but what are other things? You know, what what else can you do? And I stumbled upon this thing. Do you are you do you guys know what Thunderclap is? No. Yeah, I, it, uh, it um, sends out a, like a tweet or a social media message all at the same time. All at the from, same time. Uh, everybody's different. Whoever signs up for its uh, social media. Yes, oh. right. And, and it sends out mm-hmm. the same message, so everybody. And I guess that's where the you know the, the boom of Thunderclap comes from. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you can go on. You you can see the message that it will send out, and then you give it permission to to. Send it out, and then at exactly the same time, everybody that signed up will send out the exact same message. So it's like you flood the market with uh, with the same message. So I've never done it before, and I never even heard about it until about uh, two weeks ago. So I'm like, you know, that sounds interesting. Let me, let me just see if I can do it. Um, so you know, ask me again in two days what I think about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, because I really don't know. Uh, it's just all new to me. I know I'm one of those people. I think I was number thirty six. Thank you very much. I I appreciate it very much. Well, no um, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun to see. I mean, if it uh, if it kind of works like I think it's going to work. Again, I have no idea, but if it works like I think it's going to work, it could be kind of cool to log onto your social media at six o'clock tomorrow and just what do you see? Oh, look, Kickstarter! You know, tiny Kickstarter. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. So how do people yeah, sign yeah. up for that? Is it through a uh, email um, string, or well, how do they how do they get signed up for it? Well, it's a basically it's a link, uh, and I'll be happy to provide you with a link before we we're, we're done here today. Sure, we would sure appreciate your support. But yeah, you just uh, I'll give you the link and you go directly to the Thunderclap page, and then it will say, you know, uh, I want to support this project, and it gives you the option to support it through Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Uh, I didn't realize that many people Tumblr, but it's one of the three options there. You can choose one, or you can actually choose all of them to do so. And the cool thing is, let me see if I can actually pull it up real quick. It tells me what my uh, my my social media reach is going to be. Um, so what it does is it adds up, I guess, all the contacts of all of the various people and says this is how many you know this is your social reach and i just uh, refreshed here and 100 of 100 supporters my social reach is 133,388 wow. so, yeah so to me you know that sounds kind of cool 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if they retweet and stuff like that, that'll even get right. it uh, even more. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, ask me. You know, ask me in two days. Um, you know how, how I think about it. You know how, how it kind of works. But uh, right now, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, we'll go good yeah. luck with that. Thank you. Yeah, we're we're excited. Or I'm excited. I'm not sure how excited. De- I you know here's the thing about Dion. <laughs> I'm she excited. She, she, she doesn't voice a whole She's lot pretty of pretty even keel. Yeah, she is yeah. <laughs> smooth sailing. You know, I start getting really worked up. You know, and, and I'm like, okay, maybe I just got to chill out just a little bit. <laughs> oh, good to be passionate. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, so Deanna, at um, MegaCon, are you going to be doing, like, commissions and prints, or uh, there? I guess, I guess so. Um, uh, Roland <laughs> Man told me, told me to bring a sketchbook, um, you know, just to do commission stuff, and told me to sign up for that, what's that thing called, Square, uh, yep, for, Square. for yeah, your you phone. Right, and I think I set it up correctly. Um, I'll find out tomorrow if I did. And, um, yeah, um, so I guess I am doing commissions. I don't really know exactly how they'll work, but uh, we'll probably talk about it, figure it out. Um, yeah. yeah, we will. Yeah, but I'll be there. Since you said you're set up on Square, you have the Square Reader. I don't, but um, he does. He's gonna yeah. let me borrow one. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We've talked. Uh, we've talked a little bit about you know. Uh, here's what she should be able to expect. Um, I actually uh, will tell you guys this. Um, I've got some. I'm, in the morning, I'm picking up some sketch covers for Tiny. Uh, I had uh, the guy who printed my books. I said, "Look, I, I need you to do me about a dozen or so uh, tiny comics with sketch covers, so that Deanna can do sketch covers for you know anybody who's there." And he says, "I got you covered." So, um, on my way to MegaCon in the morning, I'm going to stop by and pick up some sketch covers, so that uh, she'll have those there. Awesome. Uh, you know, and and of course, you know, you never know how a show is going to go, but uh, I just anticipate fantastic things for her. So I'm like, "Here's what you got to bring. You, you got to make sure you bring some." Some, you know, pencils, some some ink and stuff. Your sketch pad, and and uh, we'll have the comic books there so that you can you know sign those and do some art there. And um, yeah, so I, I think she's going to do good. And, and of course, you know, she'll need to have never been to show. She'll probably ought to go around and look and see kind of what some of the other folks are doing as far as commission. It's you know, it's a, it's it'll be a. Um, oh, yeah. be a great uh, learning she's experience. Out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She, so, she's got to figure out, and, and the thing is, she's going to have to figure out kind of where her price point is, um, because I, I, you know, I don't know that there's a, a magic number, but obviously, you know, she can't get what Neil Adams gets. Right. But she's got, she's got to be able to get at least the equivalent of what this dude over here with the only has the posters, you know, mm-hmm. the poster pirates or the print <laughs> jockeys, whatever you want to call them, yeah. um, or or the the fraudulent artists. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, who, who are who's selling a Neil Adams print as his own? Mm-hmm. Man, we don't even want to go there. Don't get me started yeah. on it. So it yeah. sounds like uh, sounds like Roland, you're you're the Jedi Master, and you've taken on. You've taken her on as your Padawan. This is my Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> but it must it must be good for you, Diana, to have to have Roland to uh, to help kind of guide you through all this. Oh yeah, it is. I feel like I'd be completely lost and confused without like um, a wise um, teacher like Roland. <laughs> I really I'm would. I'm glad you didn't toss old in there. No, <laughs> an old pro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, again, guys. For me, this is uh, this is fun stuff. Um, uh, you know, it's comic books, so I love comic books. But it's fun to, to you know to see someone else coming along saying, "Let me discover how cool and fun comic books are." And and again, I look at the art, and I know that you know sometimes I push her a little bit. So you got any pages done this week? How you know how you doing? <laughs> She's in school, and I have to remember that. But you know, uh, it, it's so cool when you just you know when you get stuff and you just see. Look, I mean, yeah. look at that. Yeah, you it, know, it has a very IDW styling to it as well uh, with some of the well, stuff that IDW is putting out and this you know this is always a possibility and and, and uh, you know this something that for for Dion and I one of the things we'll, we'll have to do is kind of once we get the stuff out get it done then we've got to decide okay do we want to just kind of do it ourselves or do we want to take this and, and approach somebody like IDW and say okay look we've got this done you guys want to do a graphic novel because we're you know here it is what do you want to do or, or you know somebody like Boom or somebody like that you know say it's done here it is are you interested? Uh, and, and she and I have to decide that something that's worth it to us because you know they'll take a big uh, big cut of it, but then right. they'll also get to promote it more than what we can do because um, right. they have you know they have the machine in place and and so that's just something we'll talk about as we move forward. 
Now, Diana, is there anyone at MegaCon that that you're looking forward to seeing, or any any group of, of people? Um, you know, I'm actually going into this not really knowing many people. I think in art, like not from the top of my head. Of course, Roland's and like talked about like some people who will be there. Um, and uh, how we should go meet them and say hi. <laughs> and I would love to too, but yeah. I don't really know anybody uh, either personally or um, anyone who I've seen on the internet um, who will be there. So not like I'm excited to see who will be there, but um, I don't know anyone personally. I'm going to take her around and introduce her to like Jimmy and Amanda. Uh, um, I was going to say you know, Amanda uh, will. Uh, um, Amanda yes, will be a Amanda great. will latch on. Yep. Oh yeah. And Jimmy, oh. Too. Jimmy, Jimmy will embrace her like she's a you know like like Deanna's his long lost sister. You you know, oh yeah. Um, that's just that's just the kind of guy you know Jimmy is. He's just he's cool that way. So, um, yeah, there's a bunch of guys. You know, a bunch of folks. And I say guys, I don't mean that as but a bunch of comic you know people um, that I'm just gonna you know we'll make the rounds. I'm gonna introduce her too, so she can meet some folks and you know be aware. They can be aware of her, and she can meet them. And um, I think I'm I'm very fortunate. We're gonna be beside a couple of friends of mine, uh, Barry and Jenny Gregory. Barry is the guy who does um, John Amon, the Amazing Man, and Jenny is the one who. Does does uh, Dreamwalker, so um, they're good friends of mine. They're going to be right. Uh, if I'm if I'm reading my map right, uh, they're going to be right beside us. So that'll help that we've got some some folks beside us that are cool. Very That's cool. cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely. Know, I bring your. Uh, I'll go ahead. I was going to say I know with Jimmy and Amanda. Uh, when I first met them, it, w- it was one of those you know creator fanboy things. Once I got yeah. them as guests on the show, next time it was it was like we're we're almost doing another show but without recording. You know, yeah, like the chit chat yeah. we had before we started show tonight. Yeah. Um, and they're they're great. Uh, I, I I told Jimmy and Amanda as soon as soon as they're they they got time where I could send them a book. They're, they're, I have a sketch cover that I would love for them to do a a commission piece on. So so I don't know if you know this or not. This is little known information, and I, I, I'm telling you this, of course, as you're not going to be there tomorrow. Um, there's a book. Of course, I realize that everything is backwards here. Are you familiar with this book at all, Genesis Zero? Yes. Okay. So let me tell you a little. I remember, a cool little I remember Eric talked about it. Well, let me tell you a little cool little secret about this. So I'm going to see if you can. You're not gonna, they are going to be backwards, but can you read backwards the credits for that? Mm-hmm. Our writer, Jimmy Palminati. Wow. Uh huh. Look who the writer is. Yep. And the artist. Never <laughs> heard. Okay, of I never writer. heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 do you know who did this cover? Can you can you tell? It's kind of hard to see. It's so glossy. Is that Amanda? That nope, 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 nope. No, it's, it's another. We have mentioned his name. Let's see if I can get it closer so you can see Neil some Adams? of the details. Not, no, not him. It is Perez. Okay, it's it remo- so it's George, I- right? It's George, right? Yeah, it is George. It's George Perez, right? So, uh-huh. so I came up with this clever idea. Tomorrow, uh, people come by our booth. You know, they'll see that that Deanna and I are there. They're going to see Tiny. I'm going to tell them if they will pledge to our Kickstarter, they get one of these for free. I'll sign it. They can go get Jimmy to sign it, and then get George Perez to sign it. Oh, oh nice. nice! Is that is that wow. sweet or what? Yeah, that is a <laughs> great uh, incentive. <laughs> to, to, yep. to quote so, the Sandlot, you're killing. Me. Smalls. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of people don't realize, and you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't realize it at the time, but Jimmy told me later, and and, and has told me how, how thankful he was. That was apparently the first uh, published work Jimmy penciled. Uh, it, Jimmy was looking for work as a penciler, but you know, he he was an inker for so long, no right. one would give him the time, no one would give him the time of day. Mm. And of course, he's Jimmy. Jimmy was uh, very very good for me when I first my very first San Diego con. Um, which would have been 1991, I think. Jimmy, uh, I met Jimmy through an inker, Ken Branch. You know, you know Ken Branch at all? Name's familiar. He did a lot of stuff in the late 80s and, and throughout most of the 90s. I think he kind of got out uh, after the crash like a lot of guys did. Um, but but Ken used to do a lot of work for Jimmy. Ken introduced me to Jimmy, and Jimmy just grabbed me and said, come on, we're going to the Marvel party. I'll introduce you to everybody. <laughs> My very first San Diego con, all I'd done was a, a couple of independent comic books, and Jimmy grabs me like I'm his brother and takes me and starts introducing me to everybody. So, um, you know, I'm kind of forever indebted to Jimmy because he introduced me to a lot of people. 
but yeah, when he was when he was uh, when we did this, you know, I was like, look, we we want to get someone who wants to do the work. We got Jimmy. We offered him to do. It's a short, it's a short piece in there, but uh, apparently that was his first uh, published penciled work. So I think I first remember him uh, from uh, Spawn. I think he took over for McFarland. Do you really? So I didn't. Know I that. think he, I, I seem to remember him on Spawn. Well, well I so like that's the work then. You're saying that's the first time you remember him yeah. as an artist or as a penciler? Yes, um, as a penciler. Okay, yeah. Because, um, yeah, he did a lot of ink. Uh, uh, he lot, did a lot of inking work before that. Um, and that's how, again, that's how I I'm primarily knew him was, was as an inker. So, yeah, just thought I'd tease that out there at you. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. so stop by the uh, booth. That's right. Oh. How are you feeling, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I know where he works. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can get in. I'm an alumni. Uh, so, um, so, how many folks are you? Uh, how many folks you figure in uh, usually come to MegaCon? Is that a pretty big con down there? It is a big con. I don't. I don't know the numbers. I don't. Uh, I couldn't tell you what. What the, I don't follow the numbers like that. I do know that um, two years ago. It was a mess. Oh, uh, two years Arguing ago, a I, or, yes, uh, I had a friend who, an artist friend, who was coming there, and he said he sat three hours on the interstate just trying to get into off the interstate into the convention wow. center. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a nightmare. And, and, how long how long has the convention been going on? Um, oh, I was, I'm looking at that right now. I was going to say I went in 1998 for the first time. I had a friend. For a while who, at least. Yeah, I had a friend who was there, uh, who lived in Orlando, and so I came down, stayed with him, and went to the show. And then I, my first one then again was uh, in 2013 uh, after I moved here. Uh, and then I've been to I've been to it every year since then. '93 um, was first year. '93. Hmm. So when it was uh, founded by James. Brett Bill, and then in uh, 1999, it was acquired by CrossGen. Mm, yeah, so I guess I went the year just before it was acquired by CrossGen. Um, and then, you know, this is the first year that it's been sold, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Megacon is now owned by uh, Fanboy Expo. Fan Expo, yes. So, yeah. Um, Fan Expo, Fan, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm anticipating uh, uh, good things this year. Um, I think there were some, some um, uh, organizational uh, challenges the last couple of years. Last year was better than, than like the year yeah the year before that because I, they they moved back to the other convention center and it really helped with the traffic. But I'm telling you that sat two years ago the Saturday in on the floor literally people were shoulder to shoulder taking like you know grumpy old man steps just to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously, yeah. yeah, they were they were inching along just you know. Uh, it, I, it was a it was a madhouse. I want to say too. They they even closed close attendance at like noon or one o'clock because they were at capacity. Huh. Yeah, wow. it was bad. <laughs> it was insane. bad. So, but last year was a, was a whole lot better. Uh, like I said, because they they moved to the they moved back to their former convention center. The the, the, the there's several the old, you know different the old yeah. building. Yeah, they yeah. went back to the old building, but they went um, opposite end of the building. Where, okay, where they had been. All right. Because uh, in 2013 they were down on the opposite end, and from rumors that I heard, they were on Saturday 10,000 people over capacity. Wow. So to answer your question, there's a lot of people there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's a big show. Um, from what Wikipedia is saying, 2009 they had 40,000 attendees. That, that's yeah. the only time that there's any numbers given. And see, this year they've uh, they've increased it to uh, four days. They they added a day. It had been three days until this year, and it's four yeah. days this year. So and then they decided to add it with Memorial Weekend, which yeah. I'm not sure that's a good thing or not, but we'll see, I guess. See what mm. see what the numbers Yeah, I don't do. know if people are going to be out of town or if they're just going to be off of work yeah. and be able to go there. It's, a, right. it's such a transient weekend. And with, and with this it being a, tour, a tourist location, you know, and they do pull well, in a lot, you know, it's, it's going to be hard. Well, too, you know, they've been doing it in March, which, you know, March is good for all the Yankees to come down and get away from the cold, mm. right? Hey, look, mm. Aircon is in March. Let's escape the, 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 the frost of winter and go down to Florida where, you know, we can wear short pants and 
and, and go to a Comic-Con. Now yeah. it's in May, and it's just hot. I mean, it was 93 degrees today. Yep. It was yeah. hot. I'm, I'm, looking so, at the, I'm looking at the, if we go back to 93, it says spring of 93, spring of 94, spring of 95, spring of 96, March 97, March 98, mm-hmm. March 99, uh, March 31st and 1st of 2000, March of 2001, February 2002, February 2003, wow. March 2004, February 2005, February 2006 and 7, March 2008, February 27th through March 1st on 2009, uh, with mini Megacon in the in August of 2009. Yeah, uh, I heard that was a disaster. March 2010, March 2011, February 2012, March 2013, March 2014, April 2015, and now May 2016. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, May is a drastic change from, you know, February and March. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I'll be there. So we'll see who else is there. Yeah. Mike won't be there, but I won't be there. Deanna will be there. Was going to go to Wonder, <laughs> was going to go to Wizard World, but yeah. Well, you got to wait a year for that one now. Yeah. Well, I've heard some interesting rumors about Wizard World that apparently they were trying to buy Tampa Comic Con. Really? Hence part of the reason why they put it the same weekend as Tampa. Hmm. So um, you, is there negotiations still ongoing? Is that maybe why they delayed the probably, show probably or not. postponed? Probably not. Uh, I think there was enough people that complained on Facebook about it. Yeah. You know, I read I, a couple of years ago, I do remember reading some complaints about uh, Wizard going into some of these smaller venues and, and basically having a show like the week or two before the show had been around for 20 years and yeah. with the <clears throat> excuse me with the goal of kind of like putting these guys out of business uh, I think there was a, was a show in Wisconsin or something like that they did and, and they come out, and I don't know whether this is you know it's true or not whether it was actually something that they were uh, purposely doing but I do remember reading something that somebody had a big big problem with that so well when you have all your local artists who come who are in the area who come to Megacon and that weekend they're choosing Tampa over Wizard I think there might be a slight problem. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll say, with, uh, Tampa really upped their game with their guests this year as well. Did they? Because of it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anybody over there. I need to get... I, I, Brett, that's another one. Give All me right. an invite to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just see if my mom, she just got. She just uh, came up for the summer from down there. She was, She's a snowbird. See if oh, she knows point. anybody down there. <laughs> yeah, I need an invite. I've heard really great things about Tampa, and I know I know a handful of guys that have, you know that, that go, and they just tell me, yeah, it's a great show. It just focuses on comic books, and yeah. and you know that's that's what well, I like. Well, their their owners own uh, three three different or two other shows besides Tampa, uh, like Santa Fe Comic Con and one other. Huh? Yeah, I wasn't so, aware of that. Yeah, I, I I didn't know either until I started researching more Tampa. Going okay, well I guess Wizard Camp. Try and buy them out unless they're buying the show from this other company. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that they were canceling shows because they weren't making any money at some of the places too. Where I heard some that had been canceled. Yeah, I'd heard that too. Oh, could be. Well, I mean, if Fort, I, I've done. I did. I did Nashville uh, Wizard Con, which was pretty good, and then like two weeks later, I did Fort Lauderdale, which was dead. So you know, I noticed that Nashville is on the the schedule again. I think for next year. Year, uh, but I don't see Fort Lauderdale on the schedule at all. So yeah, a um, lot of Fort Lauderdale was one and done. And supposedly they tried to buy a convention out as well for, from down there and, and put and push Fort Lauderdale. And it just failed. Uh, okay, hey Deanna, you need to take over. I have a really brief emergency. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> so w- with Tiny, uh, getting back to it, was there a character that you had fun creating for the book? Um, it's funny because um, he gave me a lot of leeway for most of the characters, um, just in general. So it was actually fun creating the majority of them. Really, I think I enjoyed most. Um, Tiny's mom actually, she just had such a like she's very motherly too, and I just really like that. Um, just the mother aspect. Um, what I mean by that too is she just um, it's hard to explain, but like sometimes in a character's design, you can um, tell something like you can tell what the character is like just by the, the character sketch, which I somehow miraculously was able to convey with my character too. And uh, also her hair made it really easy to um, beat those deadlines because it's just a bunch of really curly strands I could just really quickly just quizzle in there. Mm-hmm. So it, it saved a lot of time and uh, it was also fun. So that's, I definitely loved um, drawing the mom. I like. I found the uh, the insects interesting too. Oh yeah, uh, they were they were fun too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I um I had trouble at first because um I didn't realize that the insects were gonna be in this one. Um, funny enough, and he mentioned it, and I was like, oh, okay, time to draw insects. And <laughs> uh, so I didn't I didn't know how the, how I was gonna approach that to be honest. Just insects, like I wanted them to be humanoid, like not like giant insects, just because that for me personally, I feel like if I was reading the comic, if I saw like a giant insect, I'd kind of not put it down, but I wanted to see a creative touch to it. Um, right, kind of like yeah. something Disney would do. Um, they wouldn't, uh, they would add some, uh, character aspect. So the bugs were very interesting. So I just tried to make them as strange as possible. <laughs> like just exaggerating, uh, features. Like there's a, there's a one bug in there. She, she's, uh, she got like one eye. And, yeah, uh, I was going to mention that one. <laughs> I, li- I like that one a lot. Cause she still is like, she's still like pretty, but like, you know, one giant eye and then like <laughs> a really long nose. Um, the main beetle who, uh, he has um, a huge nose and like a very interesting profile, which I really enjoyed doing. So it was about like making them all look crazy different and crazy strange, which is I actually really did enjoy it at the end of the day. I was like, how am I going to do this? And I pulled it together <laughs> quite well at the end. Yeah, they came out pretty good, I must say. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. I like uh, the use of highlights, especially as you mentioned with the hair and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you kind of added in with the, the computer? Yes, uh, I I love doing highlights on hair because um, um, hair and natural light, as you've seen, I'm sure on like magazines, TV, um, it, it's three dimensional. I and I like the idea of hair or hair reflecting the sunlight because because it, it does in a sense. So I, I always love adding that to pretty much every drawing I do whenever hair is involved. Yeah, and it kind of really gives it a distinctive look. Thank you. When you're looking Thank at it with the different different characters, that's good. To, that's good to note too for me. Thank you. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> I never notice these things until someone else points them out. <laughs> Funny enough. <laughs> So is, is there anything that you don't really enjoy drawing? Any type of thing? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, usually, um, I would say anything, like, this is horrible, like, mechanic. No, I just, um, it's it's very geometric to me. And while, while I love seeing drawn cars and animated things and uh, buildings, well, I'm okay with buildings now, but um, mainly, like, mechanics and vehicles. I mean, there's, there's I have trouble because it's just so geometric and straightforward and I'm very kind of abstract and oh you're not the first artist I've heard say that okay (laughs) (laughs) there's some that some that don't like drawing cars or Mm, I'll have to learn one day though (laughs) so in this next project I I gotta make sure that I don't have an Avenger style Quinjet huh right (laughs) (laughs) just do all giant robots yeah you know it's funny the thing that I usually hear artists tell me that they don't want to draw and this is a funny thing but are, are you ready for this they use I usually hear from artists they don't want to draw horses. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Funny. They, they just uh, – that's the most common. I'm, I'm All of them say that, but that's the most common thing wow. I've heard. And uh, you know, I had one artist tell me, he said, yeah, I don't want to draw horses. And I said, why is that? He said, because mine always look like big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, if, we go, if we go based on how the fans feel about Brian Michael Bend, apparently he can't draw feet. <laughs> that's that's Liefeld. That's Liefeld. Oh, yeah. Liefeld. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Feet are yeah. very hard. I don't blame them. Brian Michael Pendis has has other issues. Yeah, his writing his writing style. <laughs> yeah. where, where, where you where you go pages of just people looking with just people's faces like looking at each other with no words. Yeah, see, <laughs> like, he, his problem is he thinks comic books are television shows and right. And I, I guess I'm purist enough to to disagree with him. Does he get confused on on the use of the word script? Uh, use the word what? Script. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, just he a lot of uh, the, people with uh, confused looks on their faces in his comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he forgot that the pictures don't move. Right. <laughs> so, Speaking of shows that he's done, um, have you seen uh, Powers at all? It's on the PlayStation 4 network. I'm sure you might not have seen it, but uh, he's uh, coming out with the second season of it uh, from seen, the comic. I think it's yeah, on Crackle now, too. Season. Okay. I, I don't remember where I saw it, um, but I saw, the, I saw the first season. I, I actually enjoyed good. it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Wish had been more uh, something more I could watch with my family, but oh yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> you know, uh, that's not how 
the but comic yeah. was. He seems to like the uh, F-bombs quite a bit in his, a in his lot. comics. <laughs> yeah, a lot. So it's yeah. like, all right, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, my argument is always, yeah, we had comics for 50 years or 60 years, and they did just fine without them. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't know. See, I think we talked about this a little bit last time I was here. My my belief is always this, right? When when you when you do things like that to limit your audience, you're hurting your your own self because you are limiting your audience. Why would you not take um, like the Bugs Bunny strategy, right? Where where you you could tell a story. You know, the how many of us are here? One, two, three. The five of us here. Can watch Bugs Bunny today, and we see the the the, the adult humor in it, right? We we're like, ah, see what you did there, ah, get it? <laughs> but kids can watch it, and they just laugh because Bugs Bunny is zany humor, you know. Mm-hmm. And and the same thing for for comics that that you look at from the nineteen, particularly from the nineteen sixties and seventies, you know, you can you can let any nine, ten, eleven, twelve year old read those comics, and they're just fine. But if you go back and read them, you're like, okay, there's something a whole lot deeper here. They, you know, they're they're talking about things like you know, suggesting things like drugs and politics and things like that that you and I can read it and you're like that's actually pretty clever and I think the my, my problem is this when you start when you start uh, and, and the cool thing about this is your audience is wide open right your audience is is so wide open when you start doing things to limit your audience then I just I don't know I just think you hurt yourself and yeah, I think it just kind of hammers them over the head a bit yeah. with the with it yeah yeah it, it feel, to me, I, I'll tell you what it feels like to me. To me, it feels like it's the uh, it's the eighteen year old who just got out of high school and says, "Look what I can do now." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm old enough that I can put this in all of my stories, and you can't do anything about it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, it's what it's just what it's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Yesterday, day before, uh, Comicology announced their unlimited program. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I missed that. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I'm on the um, preview. So did Comicology, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's six bucks a month. It's six bucks a month. Uh-huh. And at the moment, uh, none of the big two, Marvel and DC, are not a part of it. Okay. Supposedly, it's going to be like a Netflix type thing. You're going to have access right. to all the books, but it's going to be throughout the months. Some some titles drop out. Other titles come uh. in. And, and they'll they'll bounce back and forth that way. So you wouldn't be able to just like say start at number one of a of, of some title and say I decide I want to read these. I have the Marvel Unlimited, and I will say I enjoy that quite a bit. Love Marvel Unlimited and what they do. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is similar, but maybe say Tiny was an ongoing series. Tiny might mm-hmm. be in there for six months and then gone, and then they gonna say Tiny's gonna be gone and something else, and then maybe a year later Tiny comes back in. Mm. Wonder how they make those decisions. Yeah, and they also don't have full runs. Like I um, got the first trade of uh, Lock and Key, um, and if you want to read the second one, you have to pay for it. It's not on the unlimited one. Uh, <laughs> of course, that's how they. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's not exactly unlimited as they as they like to to say. Six bucks is not that much. No, no not really. Think, you know, yeah, not when uh, yeah, comics for three or four. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind I kind of feel that's sort of where you know every all sorts of entertainment is headed uh, you know in, in that direction um, I feel that you know I, I I don't have cable or satellite uh, I, I don't I haven't had it for 15 years I got mad at the, the cable companies and the satellite companies and every time you know you go shop and they they excuse me sir can I can I ask you a question you know how much is your cable bill I can if I could save you money would you change I'm like well currently my cable bill is zero can you save me money on that yeah. <laughs> uh, you know I always tell them here's the deal you give me a menu and you let me say I want this channel this channel and this channel and pay for those I'll consider I'll consider you know your service but what you're doing is you're saying here is this group here's this block here's this package and you right. have to get all the channels in this package I'm like I'm sorry I'm not interested in that you let me pick which channels I want and then we'll talk you know and if I need to pay you know 20 bucks for the ESPN but two bucks for the history channel so be it but you know let me let me do that let me go through the menu and choose the channels I want don't force packages on me because I, I'm, I'm not interested in that, that sorry so it, and I really believe we're we're, I, I, we're heading there. It may not be tomorrow, it may not be next year, but I believe in the not too distant future that's where we're going to be eventually. I, yeah, I think between especially Roku in the DVR and, world, yeah, I think a lot of people aren't watching live TV as much anymore. They tape it and watch it later, so it doesn't yeah. matter if if you have to watch it uh, a day or two later. That's right. So, and you know, I, I think about ESPN. Um, you know, I would. <laughs> I would give ESPN, you know, because I'm an ardent. We talked about this. I'm an ardent college football fan. I would give ESPN almost anything they asked of me 
from September to January because mm-hmm. I want to see my college football. But what happens – here's what happens. I, I, I always end up going through a European website to see my ESPN huh. because I don't have ESPN you know, with my service. And so I just find a European website that's streaming. Uh, I, I, I don't know whether it's legal or not. I assume it's European, so ESPN's got to be aware of it. But uh, yeah, I watch all my college football through these you know, European websites and I don't have a problem. So, But I would give – of ESPN money if they would let me, yeah. <laughs> but but they won't let me because they want to have you have all the other 500 channels that you're not going to watch with it. Right, right, and I'm not interested in that. So, but I do, I do, I really believe that that we are headed that direction. Yeah, I think so eventually. So, Diana, where where do you see yourself going um, with your future with with art? Oh, good question. <laughs> I don't think I know much myself either. Um, I have it kind of pretty open just because I have no idea what's in store. And, um, I mean, maybe it's a bad idea to not really have a plan, but... Um, I'm, I I love making art, so I'll probably continue to make art and uh, have it available on my online shops because I just I definitely do love making art. So maybe a web comic in the future. Um, it's it's up in the air. Um, I'm good with whatever happens. I think she's got to finish college first, guys. Yeah, yeah. that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very important. <laughs> What do you want to do with your life? <laughs> I'd like to finish college, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I take it you're gonna definitely gonna be bringing your uh, portfolio to uh, MegaCon. Uh, the best I can, which is just my sketchbook. Um, I don't have much of a portfolio, unfortunately. Um, it's a mostly online. Is the but um, luckily I have my business cards with me, which link to my online everything, which is. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have some business cards, that would work. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> QR codes are my best friend <laughs> for that for that instance. <laughs> and, of course, there's Tiny, which everybody can see at MegaCon. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. They'll be there. That's right. Probably one of your biggest, biggest portfolio pieces right there. Yeah. So it is. Boom. Take a look. The longest right. running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going to be cool, guys. Yeah. It's a great comic. Well, I'm glad to be able to get a preview of it and see it. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, you know, um, if you guys want to, uh, if you feel up to it, uh, you want to give us any quotes um, as we launch our Kickstarter, we'd certainly, you know, be happy to uh, get a quotable from you and, and plug the plug the show. Uh, let you know, let people know that you've seen it and read it and liked it, and we we hope that you like it, and you know, point them back <laughs> your way. So yeah, if you if you're, you're up to that, yeah, just drop me a line. Uh, yeah, I, I almost want to show the pre copy to my daughter as well because it'd be right up her alley now. Do it. Six year old. Now she's six now. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Perfect. Apparently, according to her teacher, reading at a third grade reading level comprehension comprehension level a little less because she has too much of a vivid imagination. Nice. (laughs) And she's only in kindergarten. (laughs) Nice. So yeah, I think so. Office for me. I think she'll enjoy it. Cool, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what, that's what the cool one, the cool things about it is that it is a comic for all ages. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one of the things that um, has has certainly become important to me is, is that very thing. Is and, and you know, um, I want it to be accessible. Yeah, of course, I want to tell you know good stories. I want to tell deep stories and that kind of thing. But uh, I also I want an audience. You know, I, I want to I want folks to read it. And I, I, the last thing I want to do is is send you a preview and say I enjoyed this, but there's no way I'm showing this to my daughter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't want to do that. You know. Um, um, I don't want to do that with Tiny. I don't want to do that with uh, you know the, anything I do now. So um, no, I, I don't know. I want. To, I, I think that for me, if there's it, it, you know, because one of the things that the, the new Cat and Mouse story is going to, uh, and I know this is not about Cat and Mouse, but you you brought it up, so it's your fault. But one of the things <laughs> that I, I, I kind of want to do with Cat and Mouse is is I want to touch on uh, on the international uh, 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 trafficking, the the child trafficking. Uh, it, you know, it's a big it's a big deal, and I want to touch on that, but I want to do it in such a way that um, we can still have a younger reader, you know. But older readers are going to, yeah, I know, I know, I know the under the, the underpinning in the story. I know what's going on. Um, and, and so for me, I, I think that requires me as the writer to be smarter. Um, I'm not sure I am that smart, but it, it's it's certainly something that I want to try to do because again, I want to be able to tell a story like this so that that everyone can read and get some sort of level of enjoyment out out of. So. 
Yeah, that's that's my that's my own personal goal. Where can, can people, go? Where can people find you guys on the internet? <laughs> Just know if you want to start first. No, ladies first. <laughs> okay. Uh, Internet-wise, you can find me on um, Facebook. I've created an art page. It's just my name, Deanna Harold Art Page, and. Um, also Tumblr. I go by a different name though. Um, Vanilla Diana, and my online shop by the same name. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can find me. Uh, I am on Facebook, uh, Roland Mand author. Uh, you can find me on. I blog about once a week, uh, most of the times at RolandMan.me. That's M-E. And uh, of course, I occasionally tweet, but the Twitterverse is uh, still one that I'm, I'm growing to. And I, I am on Twitter at uh, Man Roland. Believe it or not, somebody already had Roland Man. So, wow. yeah, wow. I know. I was like, really? Who? I want to find out who that is. <laughs> so I'm, Mayor, I'm uh, doppelganger from Earth too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm Man Roland on on Twitter. Well, before we let you guys go for the night, any final questions, right, Derek? I think we've uh, grown quite a bit. Yeah. Good questions, though. Very good yeah. questions. Yeah, we appreciate okay. you letting us talk about Tiny, and hopefully. Uh, uh, all the the Weeby Geeks folks, so give us a look and uh, check it out, and hopefully they'll see something there that they they feel comfortable pledging to and getting them a, a new comic from. Yes, yeah, definitely something worth uh, contributing to. Mm. I mean, the the art's amazing. The the writing is wonderful. Um, very very Disney slash IDW esque. Uh, really really love the sharpness and the vibrance of the colors. Cool, definitely. Uh, you yeah. can quote me on that, Roland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where, where's my pencil? I wasn't right. I'm gonna. Ah, what you did. Now I gotta go back and listen to the the, the, yeah. the podcast right to get the quote. That's a pause and, and rewind a few times to get it right down. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, sir. So, well, on that note, that's gonna wrap it up for us this week. Um. Check us out every week. Uh, we try and put the show out. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, um, or at the website, WeBeGeeks.net. Check out uh, our affiliates, HerUniverse.com, um, Superhero Stuff in their Hero Box. Uh, just up today, Comic Bento. Uh, it's a cool little thing. Um, maybe this is something for you to look into when you get the, the graphic novel side of things. Um, Comic Bento cool. is, a, is a place where it's a monthly subscription box. I think it's like 20 bucks and they guarantee you $50 worth of books. Wow. And a, a good chunk of them are graphic novels and, and they nice. they do have um, a, a wide variety of books that, that they, they bring in. So, uh, and you Is can it link kind of like the humble bundles, a little different. Um, okay. Go to weebygeeks.net. You'll see the comic bento picture, okay. click on it. And it'll take you to their website. Cool. I'll check it out. It sounds cool. So, uh, also too, if you want it, if the book ends up on Amazon, go to amazon.com through the website. It's a great way to help Roland and Deanna out. And it also helps us out too. Absolutely so, cool. Help support the show. Help support uh, friends of the show. And uh, so, until then, want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a. Science Fiction Club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.